This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hold up. That's right. Welcome in. A happy, happy hump day to you and yours. Welcome in to On the Block. I'm Austin. He's Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA veteran Eric Strickland. If you're listening to us on terrestrial radio in the Lincoln area, be safe. The roads are getting slick. Hope you are warm. Hopefully you're indoors, uh, able to take a day off of work or work from home. Uh, that, that would be ideal for those of you that are out and about, though. We appreciate you dialing us in. Focus on what we have to say. It's good stuff, but uh, the roads come first. Give yourself some space. Give yourself some time. Uh, as always, On the Block brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Stop in uh, to the restaurant at 27th and Pine Lake. Let Charles and his staff fix you a plate. Every sort of barbecued meat you can want. All the good sides. Mary Ellen's, it is the good stuff. Strick, how are you doing? You all safe and warm at home today? I think you're muted. Strick, you're muted. Okay, having issues hearing Strick. I'm in the stream. He's there. You hear me? I do not hear you. This is odd. Uh, technical difficulties here on on our end. Uh, we'll work through it for just a second here. Um, but coming up here on the show, we'll talk some Nebraska hoops. A big one for the men tonight at home against Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State comes in on a skid. Uh, not playing well. The Buckeyes are not. But they come to Lincoln uh, with Zed Key back. He played against Rutgers. Big one uh, for uh, the Huskers tonight, and the women are on the road. They are playing against Purdue. Uh, and again, another big one for the women. All right, Strick, you here? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hey, hear me? Hey, there we go. Now we got you it. Got me? Yes, welcome we officially. Good, Thanks. Good. Shout out, Rico. All right, big one for uh, Husker Hoops tonight against Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State comes in a little bit reeling. Nebraska still down Jawan Gary, but it looks like Sam Griesel should be back. Uh, your early thoughts on Nebraska-Ohio State at PBA. Well, yeah, you're right. Ohio State is kind of reeling a little bit. Uh, Nebraska comes in at 9-9, nine 2-5 and nine, and five in conference. Uh, probably not the way that they would have liked to have seen it. Uh, but this is the battle of the bottom, right? Um, if you're Nebraska, your goal coming into this year is to get out of the bottom. Get out of the bottom four games, those entry-level games, to get back into the real tournament. Uh, basically, if you do that, you're going to have to play five games or something like that in order to to advance, which is never good. Right. Uh, you always want to be at that top tier because you get that buy and then then you don't you know, you get actually I think you get a double buy. It's kind of it's kind of nice how it works itself out. But um, the issue is, is that this team you have them. They're on the ropes. They're struggling. 
They came off an overtime loss to a really good Rutgers team who handles their business um, both at home and on the road a little bit. I mean, they struggle a little bit more on the road than they do at home. But uh, they're looking to rebound. So they're going to come in hungry. They, they feel that, you know, this this team is is like caught into a, uh, a web or this team is caught in a, 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 a trap, a bear trap, and they're kind of struggling to get loose and get free. But uh, so they're going to come in with a lot of energy. They're going to come in um, looking to try to contain Derek Walker, mm-hmm. uh, knowing that Greasel's coming back. They're going to have to try to figure out a way again. It's going to be the same conversation, uh, Austin, and that's finding a way to create easier opportunities. And it's got to be either in the break or it's got to be by some way of of really taking advantage of, of Greasel and Walker in, in one-on-one opportunities where they're able to find guys right now. It's, it's really tough. Um, you know, since the ball is, is going to be tough coming in a Zed key, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> Sean McNeil, they've got a, they've got a solid group of guys. It's just, for some reason they're struggling right now and I'm sure they're still trying to figure it out. They're trying to get a handle on it, but, uh, I would give them a heavy dose of Greasel with, with a, a touch of, uh, I mean, a heavy dose of Walker with a touch of Greasel, mm-hmm. and hopefully you can sprinkle in a little Tamanaga and you'll be able to get a win. Looking at Ohio State's schedule, again, like you said, they're talented. I don't know if there's a huge star on that roster, but it's a lot of above average right. or good, solid players. Uh, they, they've lost by double digits to San Diego State uh, to open up a multi-team event. That's a really good San Diego State team, but they respond by beating Cincinnati, who's improved, and then Texas Tech before they went on their slide. Ohio State beat them. Uh, went to Cameron Indoor, lost by nine to Duke in a back-and-forth game, lost by five to North Carolina. And then in conference play, uh, they pulled out uh, a win at home against Rutgers, uh, the same guy that actually made the call at the end of Nebraska-Purdue. Uh, the game before that, he had that Ohio State-Rutgers game. A controversial call made it there. Uh, they sneak out a one-point win at home against Rutgers. They lose by four on the road at Rutgers their last game. They handle a good Northwestern team on the road. Northwestern is solid this year. They've taken a little bit of a step up. A dominant 16-point road win for the Buckeyes. They played Purdue close. They went to Maryland, uh, played them within seven. But then the loss to Minnesota. That's the one that really puzzles me. Nebraska right. went to Minnesota and beat them. But Minnesota goes to the Value City Arena in Columbus and knocks off Ohio State. That's a head-scratcher to me. That's one we don't see from Chris Holtman-led teams all that often. Um, and then, like I said, the, and you mentioned the, the road loss to Rutgers. You mentioned Sensabaugh. You mentioned uh, Justice Suing, another guy on the wing there. To me, those are the biggest issues for Nebraska. Zed Key in his couple games against Nebraska has had seven points and 14 rebounds and 14 and five. We know he's a big body, but I think Derek Walker at his best can at least match Zed Key. Yeah. The wing, though, Strick, is where I think Nebraska runs into problems. To me, that's where having Juwan Gary around to stick on one of those two guys would have been huge. They'll get their buckets. They're good players. But if Juwan Gary was there to make their life a little bit more difficult, I think that would have gone a long way and to make him work on the opposite end, right? Because Juwan Gary is still a presence on offense. Yeah. But that leaves Denim Dawson as really Nebraska's only wing. Maybe you can slide C.J. Wilshire up a position and try to guard one of those guys. I don't know if he's quite big enough to do it tall enough. I mean, he's, he's sturdy yeah, enough. Yeah, he's not athletically enough. You're right. He's, he's not, not athletically enough to do it. So yeah. 
hopefully Denham Dawson has a stellar defensive game tonight on one of those two guys, but that still leaves the other one. And that, to me, is the biggest mismatch that Ohio State brings in tonight is those two wings. Yeah, I would have to agree. I mean, first of all, like like you said, it's a head scratcher, right? You know, you have Sensabo who's leading the team like 17-5. and five, And then you've got to think about this team is also one of the most efficient offenses in the country. They're shooting like 47% from the field and 39% from uh, three-point range. Mm-hmm. They're ranked fourth nationally in offensive efficiency, and they're one of three Big Ten teams that are ranked sixth in the top six nationally. So uh, that's what it's, it's, it's kind of, like you said, it's a head-scratcher as to just – how bad that they're playing. I don't know, um, you know, if it's certain instances, it's certain time frames uh, that they're struggling. But, uh, you know, this team is, has been a winning program, five straight 20-win seasons uh, that they've had and, and made every NCAA tournament since uh, Chris Holtman has been there. So um, it's kind of an odd thing, but it's going to be an interesting one, especially with the weather kind of being the way that it is right now, on and off snow. Hopefully it's snowing and it's it's quite cold in there for the <laughs> Ohio State Buckeyes, for the Nebraska Cornhuskers to get off the snide and get another win. Another player I'm curious to see uh, for Ohio State, he transferred from one OSU to another, is Isaac Likely. He started his career at Oklahoma State, moves over to Ohio State. Similar to Sam Griesel, not the exact same. A bigger body point guard. He's 6'5", 215, will handle the ball. But likely is even less of a threat from the outside than Sam Griesel is. We haven't seen a whole lot of big guards that match up with Sam Griesel. I'm fascinated to see that matchup between Isaac Likely and Sam tonight. Yeah, uh, you know, big body, definitely. Um, Sam coming off an injury. Like, the, the injury that Sam has is not... Um, it's not one that just heals quite quickly or, mm-hmm. or it's a tough one. Anytime you're dealing with the hip flexor, that's one of those ones that it kind of, it, 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 uh, it, it hinders your, your jumping ability, your quick twitch type uh, movements and um, your explosion. And it, that's going to be needed in, in the post. You need that. You got to kind of leverage and lean and bump mm-hmm. and grind. And, and then you have to push off and then you have to try to handle the ball. I'm going to be honest, like uh, Austin, I think Kese Tamanaga truly needs to be able to handle the ball. Mm-hmm. Right now, he is the only guy that I've seen that even better that he's shown. I thought it could have been uh, Bandamil a little bit, but even more, I've seen he's really the only one that can create space and get his own shot off the dribble, off the pick and roll, off coming off screens. He's able to probe, kind of get in, keep a guy on his hip and get to a spot. I think they need to use that a little bit more and not, not just let him just come off screens and not be effective without the ball. How much of the reticence, the hesitancy from Fred Hoiberg to do that with Casey Tomonaga is just, you don't know what you're going to get. Like to me, Casey Tomonaga is still just a wild card possession by possession. I mean, when he's going good, things are awesome. It's fun to watch. He is an absolute spark. But you still never know. There's that element of unpredictability from Casey that is good and bad. So to me, it feels almost like Fred Hoiberg isn't entirely comfortable with the unpredictability. Do you think that's fair? Um, I think it's I think it's worth noting. Uh, but at this point, right, you don't have a whole bunch of options. You, you don't. You're, you're, you're going to be like what they say the definition of insanity is you're going to mm-hmm. continue to do the same thing over and over expecting a different result. 
right now you're not getting results off what you're what you're what you're doing you're not getting uh any consistency it's a lot of hit or miss um maybe uh allowing him to handle the ball a little bit more i i think also taking that away from bandamil allows bandamil to be more effectively just to be able to focus on his defense and his legs that takes away from him a little bit from what he's able to do and be effective in so um he's really the only other guy other than russell i right now would trust uh Tamanaga a little bit more than Russell Lawrence in that specific instant. I mean, sorry, Lawrence. <laughs> I keep wanting to say you, 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 Russell. You know, I know, you know, I know. Uh-huh. And, and I'm not calling him a bust by any means. <laughs> but but yeah, that's the way I look at it. Last thing uh, before we quick touch on the women's game. Again, they'll tip off at the same time, men against Ohio State, women against Purdue. Starting lineup, when we knew Juwan Gary was out, it looked like we were trending towards Wilhelm Breidenbach being that fill-in starter. Uh, With Sam Griesel out, then Denham Dawson jumped into the starting lineup as well. Sam Griesel's back. So to me, that tells me the most likely outcome is Wilhelm Breidenbach starts. Is that the way you would go, or do you throw Denham Dawson into the starting lineup and bring Wilhelm off the bench tonight? I would probably bring Wilhelm off the bench. Um, he struggled a little bit. Um, he would close down space because right now he's not shooting the ball like very well. Mm-hmm. Um, he is hit or miss also offensively being that um, and defensively because he, he fouls sometimes when you, you probably shouldn't be fouling and he drives and does something when probably shouldn't be doing that either. So it's like, um, it's hard to say. I think, I think Denim Dawson understands a little bit more of what his role is. Uh, he'll attack the rim. And I like that about him because of his athleticism, but I, I would probably like the defensive uh, look as opposed to um, the size and, and mm-hmm. anything that, um, you know, Brian and Bach would be able to bring. Uh, moving over to the women's side matchup in West Lafayette, a matchup of teams that are three and four in conference. The Nebraska women are on the road at Purdue. Strike this to me is a big one for this women's team. They uh, got off the schneid uh, a week ago. Uh, they lost three in a row before they beat Penn State. Then they welcome Ohio State to town, play the Buckeyes tough, but ultimately end up falling. This is a team that I don't know how to make heads or tails of it. I don't know what we're going to see in night tonight, but if you look at the standings where Nebraska is, if they're going to, you know, make a run, I think they have to bank this win on the road at Purdue, uh, find a way to steal a tough one. You got a couple top 15 teams after that. This is a win that I think Nebraska women need in the worst way. Yeah, I think so too, especially after Jess Shelley had a, um, um, had a terrible shooting night, you know, mm-hmm. uh, against, um, you know, in, in their last yeah, uh, Ohio, State. Ohio State in their last loss, uh, horrible shooting night. Um, probably one of the worst in in her career. Dang, they're a, a goose egg. Mm-hmm. And and you know, but then you know she has a, a tr- almost a triple double against Penn State. So they're having this rocky road, topsy turvy uh, part to some of their stars and in, in, in their games as well. Uh, Alexis Markowski is, is, you know, she's pretty much got her seventh double double, um, by having 11 and 15. So they're able to kind of have some pieces there. Um, I just don't know if they, they need to make a run. Let me just say this. They need to make a run. Mm -hmm. They got to be able to, like you said, put, put games in the bank because, 
right now, it doesn't get any easier. The Big Ten is one of the toughest women's conferences because if you don't bank this one on the road, you're going to come back uh, to a mad and upset Maryland team that mm-hmm. you basically knocked them off at their place. And then right after that, you hit the road to go to Iowa, which is you're dealing with 11 and 10 back to back. If you lose this one, it, it can start to look ugly for you going down the stretch because it doesn't get any easier. Uh, only, only, you know, you got Michigan state at home. Maybe you can get a couple there, but then you got Illinois and Michigan and you follow back up with Iowa. Then Illinois, at Illinois, and, and it, it can get ugly really fast if you're not playing some of your best basketball. So we hope to get probably a little bit more out of Hybe coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's still trying to probably feel her way, kind of fit back into the rotation a little bit. But they're going to have to uh, try to bank some games here, and this is one that they, they need to try to go out and get. Absolutely it is. So both those games tip off at 6 o'clock tonight uh, Central Time. Uh, the women, again, in West Lafayette. So it's 7 Eastern, but 6 Central. Uh, the men, 6 Central here against Ohio State in Lincoln. What are we doing, Big Ten? Stop playing doubleheaders with the same teams. It's rude. It's unfair. Let us watch both games. But, hey, that's a that's a tirade for another segment. Uh, coming up on the show in the 3 o'clock hour, we'll talk a little NBA before we talk to Evan Blant of the Omaha World Herald. But next segment, Strick, we got a special guest. Tell, tell us about him. Yeah, we're going to have T. Buchanan. Henry T. Buchanan played uh, with the Huskers uh, just prior to me arriving on campus. Um, he was under, um, I think I think he played for, um, oh gosh, uh, coach before Danny. My gosh, my mind just drew a blank again. Um, and in some reason, I went to Moiba, which is crazy. It's not Moiba. Oh, it, um, it was Moiba right before knee. It was, yep. it was Moiba? Yep. It was Mo? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it was I, Mo. I was right. Okay, I was right then. So, so yeah, so he played for Iowa, and and listen, T. Buchanan, I thought, had one of the ugliest jumpers I've ever seen in my <laughs> life, but he used to make them. It was like, it was like Reggie Miller. It was like, um, who else? Uh, Jamal Wilkes. It was like one of the ugliest jumpers you've ever seen, but he used to make them doggone things. T. Buchanan will be joining us. We'll talk a little bit about the Huskers when he comes. And we'll talk a little bit about just, you know, some of the history and hopefully being able to see if Fred can get it turned around. There you have it. We'll talk to Henry T. Buchanan here on the block after this.